Um, what do I say here? Grace, peace, and welcome to Podcast of the Wills, a podcast that treats Star Wars like a sacred text. My name is your Nick Milky. God, I can't even get that right. My name is Nick Milky. I am your host most of the time. And I didn't download and upload the intro video for this week that has my guest's name in it with our happy little sound and logo and whatever. So I had to use the old one because I didn't realize that until after I had already hit go live. So sorry to David and Timothy. You don't get your name in lights, but we'll put it on Twitter later. We'll do it that way. How's that sound? Um, yeah, this is what happens when you think you're ready and you don't check all the things you're supposed to check. So we're here. Intro videos aside, we did have an intro video. It just may not have been the right one. Um, Seth is right. Um, I may have forgotten his, my name, his name. Did I forget Seth's name? Here's the best part. I haven't started drinking yet, and this is how it is. So this is going to be fun tonight. I don't know where we're going to go, but I have promised fun, and fun it will be. Um, we do have a good show tonight. I'm really excited to have these guests on. I'm calling it a crossover show. I've had both of these guests on the show before, but never together, and they have their own show. It's a whole thing. Um, we'll get to that in a few minutes. I do have a couple of housekeeping items that I want to get to. Um, if you will bear with me one second as we get set up for that. Um, I was still almost prepared. Okay, let's do that. Let's share a screen because I want to put up a couple things for y'all to check out. Um, Chrome tab, that's what we want to do. See, this is seeing a little bit of how the sausage gets made. Um, blank screen. That's cool. Um, tea Public. We have T-shirts. And I just checked a few minutes ago. If you go to our Tea Public site, which I will put up on Twitter here in just a little bit, they are on sale for about six more hours. Um, we do have the Dad Batch T-shirt for those of you that are supp supporting our favorite Clone Wars fathers. Um, we have the Dad Bat shirt. We have the Heroes of the Mom CU. If you're not familiar with that, it's the podcast that I do with my wife and four daughters where we're watching all of the Marvel movies in chronological order because my, my wife knows nothing about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. She thought that Mighty Mouse and He-Man were a part of it. That's always the, the go-to that I use. Um, we actually just recorded episode six yesterday, which was the first Thor movie. Um, she loved it. Spoiler alert. It was her favorite so far. And we're heading into Avengers next, which we're going to do sometime this week before she goes out of town. So if you want a Mom CU t-shirt, that is there. We also have a Podcast of the Wheels t-shirt. And I am working on a couple of other t-shirts that I hope to have up this week. Um, one of them was inspired by our friend Michael. I see Michael is here. Um, just for a minute, actually, it says Michael's in the middle of a movie. Um, so Mikey's Michael, my friend Michael Nip, who is one of the hosts of the Deuce Cast movie show, Michael is trying to watch 365 movies new to him this calendar year. Um, and so I know he is plowing through that list. He's almost at 300, I think. He's working his way through. So shout out to Mikey for that. But he also inspired one of the T-shirts I'm going to try and get up this week. Um, and then I've got another idea for a shirt. So if you want to go to Tee Public and check out our T-shirts, I would love for you to do that. Um, other housekeeping notes. I want to throw a special shout out to my friends Scotty and Jerry at the Bomb Bag Cast. They did a card show a month or two ago, and they had giveaways where you could win packs of trading cards. And they mailed all that stuff out last week. And so I got an awesome piece of mail that had a letter from Scotty and Jerry, which I'm a sucker for a handwritten note. Um, guitar picks, which as a guitar player, I'm totally in favor of. I'm actually going to start using because I haven't played my guitar in forever. Um, 
some stickers, a couple of business cards, and um, I got all kinds of good stuff. And I had to show some of it off. We have, where is it? These cards are called Country Gold. As someone who lives in Alabama, these I might actually get some money out of these, trade them for you know, a tank of gas or something. Um, I got these, which are Pro Set Pop Superstars music cards. So no telling what's in there. And then I got two packs of Star Wars Episode One Phantom Menace Wide Vision cards. Um, I'm not going to do all of this tonight because this was their show, but I did decide that I was going to open one of these real quick just to see what we got before we get going with our guest tonight. So I'm opening up one of the sets. We have they're off. I don't know if we're going to say that's the pod race from episode one. We have on the way to Coruscant. We've got Jar Jar and we've got Padme. They're in the ship. Um, oh boy. Palpatine's political ploy. We've got all Sheev, you know, doing his thing. Um, what do we have here? Ooh, unexpected help from Anakin rocking those goggles. I feel like, Maybe we need to bring back as a part of Hot Phantom Menace Summer those big goggles. Um, ooh, following that up with star pilot Rick Ollier. He is also rocking those same Naboo N1 Starfighter goggles. We have a Jedi Falls. Got Obi-Wan hanging right there. We've got Maul, you know, slashing at that. Obviously, there's no rails. This is Star Wars. We don't do rails in Star Wars. Um we have, ooh, this one, this one looks special. It's got foil on it that I don't recognize. Um, the reconfigurators. And we have all the battle droids balled up in a ball. And then we have Unspeakable Alliance. And we've got Shadowy, Palpatine, Emperor, Trade Federation, all that kind of stuff. So those cards are fantastic. I'm not going to open any of the other ones, but I do want to send a huge thank you to Scotty and Jerry. I love you guys. I love everything that the bomb bad boys do. And I'm honored by winning those cards and Galson and all that stuff my way. So thanks for that. Um, one last shout out, and then we're going to keep this train moving. Uh, not shout out piece of news, I guess. Um, Josh and Andy hosts of the Holo Chronicles podcast. Also good friends of mine. Uh, they are doing a show on, I believe it's Sunday, August the 1st coming up, I guess, next weekend. Um, they are doing a charity auction show, and I would love for y'all, if you don't already follow Holo Chronicles and watch their shows, they're going to be auctioning off some great toys and stuff. And so I have a live read. It feels very professional to do this. So this is what I'm going to throw out there. Josh and Andy of the Holo Chronicles podcast are hosting a live toy and collectible, collectible auction August 1st, 1 p.m. Pacific on their YouTube channel. All proceeds will go to Dornbecker's Children's Hospital in Portland, Oregon. Many vintage to modern Star Wars items will be up for auction. For example, a complete vintage Millennium Falcon, a set of Mandalorian retro collection figures, and an Anovos First Order Stormtrooper helmet, just to name a few. Here's how you can be a part of this fun and this noble cause. Like and share Twitter posts about the auction, Bid on the items in the live stream on August 1st. And if you want to donate something to bid on, you can DM Josh or Andy on Twitter at Holochronicles or email them holochronicles at gmail.com. And so again, that's going to be August, Sunday, August 1st, 1 p.m. Pacific. That's 3 p.m. where I am in Central Time. Um, and it's going to be on their YouTube channel. And I guess you'll be able to bid in the comments and they'll be able to keep up with that. Um, love Josh and Andy. Love their heart. And the fact that they want to do this for the Dornbecker's Children's Hospital in Portland 
always a great cause to support children in hospitals. Um, so I hope that you will tune into that, maybe bid on something that you need. I actually have a box ready to go out to Andy tomorrow that hopefully we'll get there in time, um, contributing a couple things from my collection that I hope that they are able to use to raise some good money for this charity. So thanks to Andy and Josh for doing that. And I hope that it is successful and I look forward to seeing all of y'all in that feed, um, stream, I guess that's what we call these things. And it'll be a good time. So support Holo Chronicles at Holo Chronicles on Twitter. You can get all the information you need. Actually, there's Andy right there. Um, or maybe it's Josh. I don't know. I don't know who's driving the YouTube for them tonight, but greetings, Holo Chronicles friends. Um, let's keep it moving. I have fantastic guests. That's right. Guests, plural, um, that I'm excited to have on the show tonight. My guests have both been on this show individually. Um, they're the co-hosts of the As Father and Son podcast, Twitch stream, YouTube stream. They play video games. They talk about Star Wars, which are two of my favorite things. Um, the father of this combination is David Drennan. David was actually the second guest on the live stream version of Podcast of the Wills way back when. Um, we had a great conversation. I owe him, and we're going to make up for to that in just a few minutes. Um, and then the other half of this fantastic duo is Timothy Drennan, who is the son of the As Father and Son podcast. And Timothy was on, and I forgot to go back and look. It's been about a month and a half or two months ago. Um, and we also had a fantastic conversation. So I am thrilled to bring back for our first Podcast of the Wheels crossover episode, Mr. David and Timothy Drennan. Hey, hello. Uh, oh, <laughs> hold on. First of all, the <laughs> coordinated waving. I mean, <laughs> that's our if, thing. If, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, they practiced that obviously before the show started. We were doing like, are yeah, you? for 30 minutes, we were just sitting, okay, now coordinate yeah. the wave. No, too right. fast, too slow. Yeah. Wait till you get on the screen. It's left, right, left, right. No, it's right, like, yeah, exactly. oh, wait, no, that's, <laughs> no, no, that's, that's a whole other one. How are you guys doing? Awesome. Great. So glad to be here again. Again, I Thanks mean, for having it, us. Yeah. it feels like home. I am laid back. I'm relaxed. I'm ready to laugh. I'm ready to have a good time because we have some fun stuff in store tonight. Um, we're still going to do our top seven. We're going to change it up a little bit before that. We're going to play a game, which I hope will be fun. Um, kind of making the rules up as we go. So, you know, classic former youth minister. Those are the kinds of things we do. We say, hey, here's a game. And halfway through it, we may decide it doesn't work. But it's going to be fun nonetheless. But before we get to that, as I just mentioned in my intro, I have something that I need to pay off to one of these two gentlemen. David, you were on as the second guest of the live stream of this show. And at that point, I had not yet been inspired to try and brand myself as the Stanley Tucci of Star Wars podcasts. And as a result, I did not make a cocktail in your honor, in your name, while you're on the show. I did make one for Timothy. And in fact, I kind of threw some shade really? at you. I didn't even that. notice that you didn't make me a drink. That's I never right. called oh, it You out. did because you I got a text message up. when I started doing that. <laughs> no. They said, hey, wait a minute. I didn't get a drink. Um, <laughs> Talk about it once a week. <laughs> that's right. We have, we have therapy sessions about how he didn't get a drink. I didn't love him like I loved you. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And when Timothy was on, we actually named the cocktail, not your father's. Um, I forget what the other half of it was. Root, root beer. Not your father's root yeah, beer. That's it. Um, and it yeah. was root beer and bourbon, which I wasn't sure was a thing, but it turns out it is. And it was pretty good. Um, 
And so we threw some shade at you on top of you not getting a cocktail. So we really do owe you, um, or I owe you at least, to make that up to you. So we're going to do that tonight. You do get your own cocktail. Um, I have my cup. I have ice as I've obnoxiously just shaken into the microphone. Um, so I'll put some ice in my glass. And for this drink, we are using... Oh, wait. I've got to do it in the right order. Otherwise, it's not going to work. Um, wait. You know what we need? We need a recipe. We have David's... Wait, it's not on the screen. That's not helpful either. Here we go. We have David's <laughs> Dark and Stormy. Stormy yes. spelled the correct way for a stormtrooper. Um, all right, we've got a thing in the way here. Let me see if I can fix that. All right. This is David's Dark and Stormy, and it is your traditional Dark and Stormy cocktail. So we've got some ginger beer. It says four ounces. We don't do a lot of measuring around here. We kind of roll with it. We'll call that, this is a 6.8 ounce bottle. A little more than half. That'll work. And then we have rum. And I'm not typically a consumer of rum. We needed dark rum. So I have Bacardi Black. Bacardi, call me if you want to be a sponsor. We can make that happen. Um, nope, that's not what I wanted to do. So we're going to do a pour of rum. Oh, yeah, get a good and dark. That, right? Yeah. And, and in theory, when you do this cocktail right, you have a little color separation. I think we've got that going on right here. So it's dark on dark and stormy, Han being chased by the TIE fighters. And then we have a lime garnish to go on the side. So I have my drink. So I will, if I may, raise my glass to you gentlemen and say here's to david's dark and stormy and thank y'all for being on tonight cheers thanks for having us and it's really good i think i got too much ginger beer and not enough rum but i I think that's actually my problem too yeah those are minor problems no andy it's not like stormy daniels um yeah, Andy. always, always got to have Andy bringing a little bit of that sass to the chat. I don't understand that. Um, <laughs> that's right. I don't know what's going on here. Oh, we've got some more folks in the chat. So how about that? Shout out to the chat. I see Matthew. I see Andy. I see Pete. Shout out to you guys. You I see JD. I saw Seth earlier. Michael popped in for a minute. So love having our crowd around tonight. Love seeing everybody that, you know, comes and hangs out with us. Thank y'all for being here. If you're listening on the podcast version of this, which will come out tomorrow morning, thank you to you as well. We love you. And we hope sometime you get to check out a Sunday night live stream because sometimes it's extra visual and it might be tonight, but I'll try my best to describe the madcap nonsense that is happening here. So gentlemen, you are here. We are here. We're not going to do our regular traditional interview. I've had you both on. We've talked about your Star Wars origin stories. Um, So let's do this. I'll start with David. We'll give, you know, youngest, oldest to youngest um, in the father-son realm. That's not a shot at David. Um, What is lighting up your Star Wars radar right now? Is it Bad Batch? Are you reading High Republic? Kind of what is, what's got your Star Wars motor going at this particular moment in time? Both of those things you just mentioned. So I literally, uh, I was behind on Friday, so I just watched uh, the recent uh, Infested Bad Batch this morning Mm -hmm. uh, and then finished 
my second read through of Into the Dark by Claudia oh, wow. Gray. Um, so I got it for Father's Day. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I haven't read it twice since Father's Day. I had actually had it on my Kindle. They didn't know it because I forgot to tell them. So, but I was actually <laughs> happy to get the actual physical book because I love both. I'm like, I got it sure. on a Kindle like immediately. Then when I got it for Father's Day, it's like, oh no, I want this. Yes. No, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to read it again. And I did. So since Father's Day, I've already read it. And I went over to his house today and dropped it off at his house. And was like, you got to read it. So I, and I love Claudia Gray. I'll say this from the get go. She's my favorite yeah. Star Wars author. I do love, I love Claudia her. Gray as yeah. well. And I will admit I am woefully behind on the High Republic in the sense that I haven't started on any of it. I know the <laughs> character names because yeah. I'm a part of Star Wars Twitter. I actually have two of the books, I think, because at various points they've been on Amazon for Kindle for like 99 cents. And so yeah. I've snapped them up, but neither one of them are the first one. And I really do want to do it, you know, in the right order and, you know, hit it yeah. in the right way. So I know it's great. I need to Light of the Jedi is really good. Um, Charles Soule, so the first one, I yes. loved it. And so I read them in order. Um, but when I took Timothy this one, he started Light of the Jedi. I don't think he's gotten very much into it, but I told him you could read them a little out of order and with these first two because sure. they complement each other. And mm -hmm. some things you'll find out in one, but if you find out in the second one, it's okay. It's not like terrible right. spoilers. So that's what's going on in my radar with Star Wars right now. Um, and just can't wait for all of the things coming to Disney Plus, Kenobi. I'm so excited about that. So yeah, just mm -hmm. anything and everything, I'm, feed me. Give me Absolutely. all the Star Wars. I like it. I, I totally I will say this. I, I listened, <laughs> I listened to your previous guest, um, Patrick. And mm -hmm. he said something that's so great, and I will just reiterate it because we've said it before, Timothy and I, but uh, it's so much fun to just love Star Wars. It absolutely it is. is. And and I want to circle back to that, too, because I think that's going to be my second question in this non-mini interview. So hang on to that because I agree with you wholeheartedly. Okay. Timothy, what about you? What is kind of lighting up your Star Wars radar right now? Is it kind of the same things? Is there anything else? I know you're a gamer. I am. So I'm... Um... I am a little bit ahead of you in the sense that, like he said, I started Light of the Jedi and sure. I started, I mean, I read like, I think maybe the first maybe hundred pages and that's it. Um, I've got a week off from work scheduled here in a couple of weeks. It's my first vacation awesome. in a year and I plan to spend a good portion of that time just reading Star Wars. Fantastic. So that's going to be real nice. Um, mine is, you know, there's not a lot... Uh, I'm loving the Bad Batch. I'm excited about Book of Boba Fett and Kenobi and all of that. But honestly, mine's kind of weird, uh, but it's very me. The thing that I'm enjoying most about Star Wars right now is kind of missing it because okay. there's not a lot going on. Like there's not a whole lot. Bad Batch is great, but there's not there's not a big movie pending right now. Like sure. right now we're waiting to find out anything about what's going to be coming next. And that's one of my favorite parts about Star Wars is missing it. It's like Absolutely. the time where you get like a whole bunch and then you wait for it and you get like, you know, growing up as a kid, like waiting three years between the prequels and then thinking it was over and just hoping we'd get another good game or something. And then, you know, waiting for the sequel trilogy. And it's, I enjoy the wait because it gives me time to like build up and be like, I'm ready for some more. I'm ready to get back into a theater and get the buzz of a, of a new movie coming. Um, no so doubt. honestly right well, now it's just enjoying enjoying the series that we have or about to have, and then waiting for the next big movie to hit. Absolutely. And I think that's such a great point. And actually that's a perfect, you know, it's almost like we planned this. That's a great pivot kind of into the second point that I wanted to talk about for a minute and circle back to things that both of you said, you know, really the next, I think is if I'm remembering right, obviously we've got what three more episodes of bad batch left. That'll wrap up kind of mid August. The next biggest thing after that will be visions 
which is the anime stuff that I think is mid September. And then beyond that, it's going to be book of Boba Fett. Like those are kind of the next most, and then the books, obviously, you know, there's high Republic. They just announced a new phase Friday or Thursday, you know, so there's stuff, you know, comics and books that are going to be coming out. But as far as like visual media, those kinds of things, that's what we've got coming next. And so I would say two or three weeks ago, maybe close to a month now ago at this point, um, David, you tweeted something to the effect of kind of taking a minute to step back from Twitter, from Star Wars, from all of that stuff. And I know you've had home projects, you're working, there's lots going on in real life. But sometimes the nature of what Star Wars and Star Wars Twitter can be is it can be the thing that ruins Star Wars for us if we let it. And I loved what you said in that tweet. And I don't remember it exactly, but essentially it was, hey, you know, if you haven't heard from us lately, we just decided, you know, we've taken a step back. We're chilling out. Life's happening. You know, we haven't gone anywhere. We're here. And I think that's legit because we do have times. And, you know, this week's episode of The Bad Batch is a great example. You know, it was great. It was not, there's nothing wrong with it, but sometimes automatically, if it's not exactly the cameo or exactly the perfect thing that somebody thought they were owed, then it becomes a fest where we spend four days crying on Twitter. It was filler. It was awful. This was the worst. This is whatever. And I'm going, what are we talking about here? Like it's star Wars and nobody owes it to you, but here we are getting all of it anyhow. And so I'd love to talk just for a minute. And it ties into what Timothy said too, is the, I love the idea of missing it. I've had a busier than normal week with work and family activities and all those kinds of things going on. And so of course I'm still checking Twitter and doing some of that stuff, but I'd haven't been as plugged in as I normally am. And it wasn't one of those, like, it wasn't, I don't miss it. Like I'm done with it, but it also wasn't like, Oh my God, I need it in my life. I can't breathe without it. It was just like, Oh yeah, there's a bunch of other things that are also still going on. David, let's start with you. I'd love to hear a little bit just kind of on your thoughts in general about getting a break from star Wars sometimes because we love it so much and it helps to feed our enthusiasm with that. Right. So for me, it really was just about stepping away from the mindless scroll that I've heard other people, other mutuals say, yeah. you know, you're just guilty of. And I was just doom guilty scrolling. Of I love that. Scrolling. I love that description. Doom yeah. scrolling. <laughs> and, and so it was less a break from star Wars. Cause as I said, I've, I've already been reading and you sure. know, keeping up with star Wars it was more a break from the Twitter Star Wars experience that can sometimes become negative. And I was starting to realize I wasn't having fun anymore. When I first got Absolutely. on Twitter, it was fun and just talking about it and getting all of the feedback and getting to know people like you and other people that mm-hmm. I've made friends with and even done really cool things with like start a, an internet band. Absolutely. You know, that's what this t-shirt is. You can talk about that later. Um, oh, but, we definitely will. <laughs> the Star Wars Twitter uh, experience should be fun and positive. And I realized I wasn't having fun anymore. And uh, to no fault of anyone else's out there, just the unfortunate um, nature of human nature is that people are going to get, you know, a little back and forth with each other. And um, and I've dipped my toe into that. And after dipping my toe in, I was like, "Eh, I got to step back because Mm -hmm. it was starting to negatively impact me. Plus, as you said, I got we all have real lives and busy lives and I had things going on. And so I would check Twitter maybe once a day, sometimes not at all. And I realized 
this is refreshing. So I recommend it. I highly recommend just stepping back and not that's always right. going into the fray. Now, some people, that's what they love to do. And I'm not faulting anyone for that because, you know, more power to you. That's I right. just needed to take a step back. And now I'm realizing, oh, I'm, I've kind of missed seeing things. So I've popped on a couple of times and seen some fun things and been like, oh, this is fun. I'm going to engage mm -hmm. on the fun. And then I've seen some of the usual back and forth with people. And there's always, quote, unquote discourse and sure. i'm just like you know what scroll past that discourse and if if i wanted to engage i would i just didn't want to anymore it, it, it became Absolutely. less about enjoying the thing i love star wars and more about engaging in this discourse and i didn't want that anymore i want to enjoy the fun of it and uh, yeah. of star wars and of being on star wars twitter and talking to people about the great things now it's okay to talk about things that are that you disagree about and timothy and i we will engage in that too it just became more of a i, I i'm using this hand sign for those on the podcast <laughs> my fingers back and forth because it just became less nin, 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 back and forth right and i don't I, I don't know i just i wanted to step yeah. back and i've seen other people that i really like and haven't seen in a long time we're talking about, oh, we're off Twitter for a while. And then they'll pop in and say hi. And I'm like, oh, I've missed you. I, mm -hmm. I've missed seeing you. But now I can respect why they stepped back. You just need to sometimes. Absolutely. Sorry, and I, I rambled I and that, rambled. No, no, no. And that's, <laughs> I think that's such an excellent point. And, you know, it's one thing. And we, of course, have talked about this in any kind of fandom. But for some reason, Star Wars tends to bubble to the top as far as being really bad at figuring out how to do it. It's one thing to have a conversation about how you wish the story went one way and I wish the story went one way and Timothy went, wish the story went another way. And absolutely on the other side of that coin, being ready to like burn my house down because I'm so mad about it. Like that's where, you know, I part ways. And I said a long time ago, like <clears throat> if I ever reach the part where star Wars makes me angry in real life, like it's time to go, like it's not time for me to be here anymore. And so I totally agree with you. And I'd love to hear Timothy, what are your thoughts, you know, kind of in this same boat, because you said exactly the same thing, yeah. being excited about missing star Wars, which that doesn't, again, doesn't have to mean star Wars, Twitter doesn't have to, you know, it could mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people, but you know, tell us some of your thoughts about that. Yeah, for me. Well, like the last time I was on the show, uh, I was in the middle of constantly, streaming like i had been making a point to stream at least like three times a week at night like right. you commented on that um and <laughs> my, my late night video game therapy right yeah yeah and uh then all of a sudden like I, I had been working my way through one game and i finished that and was like oh i'm gonna start another one because i was absolutely loving it and i just got tired because like I work a full-time 40 hour a week job and then I come mm -hmm. home and my wife and I run a company out of our house and most of our work is on the weekends. So I don't get days off where I'll come home and I've got at least half an hour of work that I'm trying to do to help her out. Like at the end of the day and Absolutely. we've got a one-year-old. And so I'm, I'm just tired. <laughs> and it's like the first week it was like, oh, I'll do it next week. And then the next week it was like, I'll do it next week. And then after it was like, honestly, I think I need a break. I think yeah. I need a break from the streaming and from, like, and I miss it. I do like, I want to be able to get back to it, but life has to, first off, like life has to be able to not, I don't want to say get in the way, but it's okay if it does. And then also same thing, like I constant fighting on the internet is not what I'm on the internet for. Yeah. Like I'm not star Wars is the thing that brings me joy. And you know, the, to the point you made where like, if it ever comes to the point where it's not like something's wrong, and it's exactly that. Sometimes the discourse, the conversations get too much. And for like, I'm very much a, to the best of my ability, like a peacekeeper personality. Right. 
And so I'm not even going to engage most of the time. There've been a few times I have and every single time I've regretted it. And so I'm like, you know, I'm just here to have a good time. And (laughs) if I'm not having, yeah, if I'm not having fun, then what's the point of this? Because Star Wars is supposed to be the thing that makes me happy. That's right. Yeah. And I, and I will say, and I'm probably in, but I'm probably the in between between you guys and some of the people who maybe like live for, you know, what we used to call a good old fashioned flame war either on Facebook or Twitter. And it's back. They said this and I'm waiting with my next response. Like I used to really be into that stuff. Like, Oh, eight to like Facebook and political things. Like I was just cranked up, ready to let somebody have it. I'm getting older and realizing that wears me out for reasons doesn't need to wear me out. But even with this stuff, like I do have moments where I'm like, I'll screenshot something and send it to one of my other star Wars podcast friends or something like, can you believe they said this? Or can you, you know, whatever. And I do, and I have thoughts and feelings about some of that, but I'm also going, but what good does that do? And it's the difference between like saying it to a person and directly one-on-one, Hey, did you see what so-and-so said? Or, me going to Twitter and going, Hey everybody, here's the things that I think about this person or he, like mm-hmm. th- th- it, that doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help me. It doesn't help. But I also have a hard time with, you know, seeing the clickbait people get feeds and clicks. Like that's really hard for me yeah. and I'm not going to fix that. And what I have to realize is I'm not the one that can fix that. And so I keep trying to hopefully be one of the, as we like to say, the spark of positivity folks and the ones that go, there really is a lot more of us that just want to have fun and hang out than there are. Listen, I've had a smidgen of alcohol and you just, you just put a toe on one of my soapboxes. So if you'll allow me a second, Uh, listen, the floor is yours. Stop screen sharing the, the, the screenshots of the clickbait people's posts. If I've blocked that person, it's because I don't want to see them. So stop (laughs) taking a screenshot of it so that the people who have them blocked can't see them have to see them. Okay. Listen, I've blocked them for a reason. Thank you. I'm off my soapbox. That's right. Hey, you know what? This PSA has been brought to you by, what was that's it again? Right. David's uh, dark. Storm. David's dark. Yeah. Storm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. This this pod this soapbox is brought to you by alcohol. Thanks, alcohol. Um, <laughs> Thank you, alcohol. What would we do right. without no, you? No, and and you're exactly right. And that's the thing. Like part of the reason clickbait exists is because we let it, and we, you know, even if you know the hate watching and the doom scrolling, like David talked about, you know sometimes we can't help ourselves. We're like, I want to see it just because I want to see how ridiculous it is. I don't buy anything they're saying, but every time we make that click, it feeds into the algorithm. It feeds into their ability to keep doing what they're doing. Um, I do want to shout out Pete was in the chat earlier. Pete's got a really great guest coming up this next week. Stephen Kent. Um, Stephen Kent is a political commentator who typically is a little bit right of the middle. Um, Fox news has been on a bunch of different stuff, has a podcast called the beltway banthas. Um, that kind of connects Star Wars and politics. And they had a really great conversation that revolved certainly around, you know, the ways we connect politics to the real world and Star Wars and all that. But they even, you know, get into a little bit, you know, the fandom menace and some of that kind of stuff. And even somebody like him who may have different political ideals than I do, he was like, that's ridiculous. Like, why are we feeding that? Why are we, you know, so I encourage everybody to check that out when it drops on Tuesday. It's a great conversation. Um, But I'm with you guys. Like, you know, as much as sometimes, you know, if I've had, you know, one extra drink or somebody catches me in the right, wrong end of my day, you know, I might get want to get cranked up, but I really have tried to reach a point in my life where I go, what is this going to help if I, 
jump into this with both feet or what am I really doing here? Is it matter? Does it help? Is it helpful or is it harmful? You know, stopping asking those questions and then going, it's space wizards for kids. What are we talking about here? Like that's the bottom line. And part of these space wizards have taught us uh, what they have taught us. Part of what they've taught us is to find balance that's and right. to be balanced. And that's what I want to, you know, if I'm going to learn a lesson from Star Wars is to not constantly be on one side or the other, but find that balance uh, between them. So um, stepping back has kind of helped me center, I think, myself again, where now I'm just going to make sure that I have fun. If I feel like dipping my toe in something, okay, that's on me and, and maybe I'll do it and have fun doing it. But it's it's a matter of I had to look at it and go, wow, I'm not enjoying this experience. And yeah. I, I should be here to enjoy it, to talk with guys like Pete, who you mentioned, who I enjoy talking Star Wars with mm -hmm. and music with and you and and other people, uh, Scotty and Jerry, those kind of folks. Uh, Cam Ray, one of my favorite guys is Cam Ray, and he is so hilarious. Mm -hmm. And when I did dip my toe back in, in this last week, he popped out a beautifully hilarious video that made me go, that's what I'm here for. So thank <laughs> exactly. you, Cam Ray. Shout out to Cam. He may not be able to Cam. see this later. Man, you're making my my Twitter experience positive again. So that's right. Well, and if Star Wars has taught us anything, also talking about balance, it's the the fact that balance includes recognizing the correct points of all sides of an issue. And so, like, if you look at the prequels, the whole point of the story is that the Jedi were kind of wrong about some stuff. Now, I'm yep. not saying that means we all need to start going and murdering younglings, <laughs> but, you know, that's the <laughs> other extreme here. But, like, the idea that only one thing is right all the time is mm -hmm. antithetical Gosh. to what Star Wars has to say. Is like, everybody can be wrong about something. you got to learn what you're wrong about, learn from your mistakes, and... Right learn to again achieve balance which is sometimes going to mean your your opinions or the way you can talk about things can almost be contradictory but if you've achieved balance there should be a little contradiction that's because right. well, that's, and there's, that's, that's an ebb and flow balance is a constant thing it's not just you stand in the middle and you're just there and you're just right all the time it's oh i'm, I'm kind of thinking this and now you i've learned get this balance and and you're done. yeah balance is an ongoing right. state of being and, and then there's also that little thing about Sith and absolutes that you just kind of glazed right over as well. Right, it's not right. just one thing or another. Right. Right. And I want to give you guys a little tiny spoiler about the High Republic. They deal with that. Even though the High Republic is 200 years prior to the saga that we know, they have Jedi who are questioning some of the Jedi ways and they want to they they want to look at it and go is this really the right way? And other Jedi are thinking, did you really just say that? And it's good because they're addressing that in these novels and it's really cool. And I like that Excellent. a lot. I think that's a really great thing they're doing. That's awesome. Well, I definitely can't wait to dig into those. And um, I, I made our mini interview that I didn't think was going to be very much turn into this whole other thing, but I think it's important. And I love, I think more than anything, what I want to say is I love the perspective that the two of you have. And I love, the mindset and kind of the outlook you have, especially when it comes to Star Wars and even Star Wars as it exists in social media, because social media is a crucial part of our Star Wars experience, especially over the last year where we've been separated from the real world at different times and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so I admire that positive, you know, outlook that you have the ability to recognize sometimes, Hey, it's time to take a step back. Like we all, the fandom as a whole need more of that. So kudos to you guys and thank you for being an example because like i said sometimes i get a little too amped up and need to just 
cool my jets a little bit, as my dad would have said. Um, and I like what Seth says right here. He says, balance is a journey, not an accomplishment. And that's exactly it. We're always seeking balance. It's going to be a part of our journey, whether we're Sith, whether we're humans that go to work at companies, whatever it is that we do, it's not something that we get to achieve and we're done. Balance is an ongoing thing that we always have to be mindful of and work towards. And I love that. So thank you, Seth, for your wisdom as well. Um, so if we can go from the sublime to the ridiculous, we're going to play a game. Um, part of the whole crossover deal that I was excited about and something that I wanted to try is we're going to play a game. Let me get my screen shared back up here. Um, what we're going to attempt to do, and I think, gentlemen, do you both have a writing utensil of some sort that we um, can utilize? Well, here's what happened when I looked off to the side earlier. It's because <laughs> I forgot to grab this giant thing, which is the only whiteboard we have. This is about the size of my, this is, this is the size I of two it. of my computers. So I'll just be it. writing on the side and kind of holding it up here. Uh, that was my wife that. bringing it in because I called her like six times to see if she had her phone <laughs> on her in the living room. I forgot something. So That's amazing. shout out to her for bringing this to me. Yes. Shout out for sure. <laughs> All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play and I have to put this up because again, I did spend a tiny bit of time working on some of this. Uh, we're going to play Star Wars. No, you boo. <laughs> <laughs> For any Parks and Recs fans out there, Tom Tom tries to go with, I call this game, Know You Boo. We're going to call this, I Know You Star Wars Boo. Um, I wanted to come up with a newlywed game kind of type of game for Timothy and what David. What does he mean? I want me to be there, boo. Sorry. That's <laughs> that's it. Right. That, little, that sound bite of him singing the want to be your boo song gets stuck in my head all the that's time. That's right. And the, the puppy dog, the, uh, yeah. the sad puppy. No. no. Um, <laughs> so we're going to put, we're going to play a game. We're going to kind of go through it. Newlywed style, newlywed game style. I'm going to ask a question and you are each going to write down on your dry erase board of choice the answer for the other person. So like, if I say, what is your part? I'm saying your partner because I couldn't come up with a good middle ground for your dad or your son without having to say your dad and son every time. Um, <laughs> so if I say, what is your partner's favorite star Wars movie? David's going to write down what he believes Timothy's favorite star Wars movie is. And Timothy's going to write down what he believes David is. That's not one of them. That's just the example. Um, dang it. And in game angel in the chat, already shouldn't it have been no nabu oh, I, I totally missed an opportunity good. so shout that's out good. to you hat yeah. tip um yes i didn't get that completely right so uh, let me get this out of here and we're gonna just, do this banner I like style to say, I, know, I do know my dad <laughs> that's right well he's of a certain age so the odds that it's not esb would be i mean that one's mine too in all fairness there we go. Yeah. There it is. There we go. Yeah. Oh, there's All a right. nice glare. There we go. Yeah, so first, first question, we're going to jump right into this and I'm going to try and figure out, I think this is probably the best way for us to do this. All right. Your first question is who is your partner's favorite bounty hunter? I don't have any fancy seventies game show music. I wish I did because in my little photoshopped picture, I did have a Bob Barker microphone. But we're going to give them just a couple more seconds. And when you're ready, I'll just kind of recognize on screen that you're ready. But the question is, who is your partner's favorite bounty hunter? So it looks like we're about there. looks like David's ready. Timothy, you're ready. All right. So we're going to flip them around. David, you go first. 
who did you say Timothy's favorite bounty hunter was? I gotta get this right. Oh, he said Din Djarin. Timothy said Boba Fett for David. David, is your favorite bounty hunter Boba Fett? Uh, it was, and so I'll say yes, that's correct. But I think mine might be Din Djarin too. <laughs> All right, and Timothy, no. was yours Din Djarin? I think mine might eventually get there, but actually mine is Django Fett. Ooh. I started to write Django. Dang it. But because I know you love that old game that you just started yeah. recently again, but I wasn't oh. sure if you like loved him as much as you loved like I know the Mandalorian has well, okay, I was wrong. I'll just move okay. on. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna call that a point for Timothy and not a point for David. <laughs> that, that's how this goes. I'll take it. So, <laughs> that's right. All right. Uh let me get back to my banners here because this is where the answers are. I could put it up on a screen, that'd be helpful. Um, all right. If your partner could live on one Star Wars planet, what planet would they choose to live on? And I'm definitely not going to hum the Jeopardy music for our fine listeners and viewers at home. Gosh, if your partner could live on one on Star spot, Wars planet, think about it. what planet would they choose to live? And that's the fun in this. And I've already found a hole in the way I did this game, but that's okay. <laughs> Pete, Pete, take um, notes. You know what I'm talking about. Um, that's right. There's a lot of planets. There's a lot of options. I'm pretty sure I know what mine would be. Um, I would just say mine would be Naboo. That whole Italy mountains lake thing. I always say all the time, all the women that I live with love the beach. I could care less about the beach, but give me the mountains and the lake every day. So like Naboo, Italy, that, that would work for me. So that's mine. But this isn't that's my the game. Ideal retirement me. planet. <laughs> that's right. Galaxy. That's where you want to end up. All right. Yeah. So. Um, Timothy, we'll go first with you this time. What planet do you think your dad would want to live on? Endor? Endor. Ooh, okay. David, is that correct? No. Where do we go every year for the vacation, son? The uh, beach. Give me Scarif. Oh, Scarif. I'll take Scarif. Scarif, man. All right. That's so, fair. David, what, what would Timothy's planet of choice be? There it is. There it is. Naboo. Timothy? Well, it's the ideal retirement planet. Hoth, because it's the only place I could officially cool off. <laughs> oh yeah, he wants. To I love the cold weather. weather. Colorado so I'm living yes. in hell right now. I wasn't even thinking. Nice. Absolutely, that's so a great one. So, okay, fine. no points for anybody. Um, and I'm with you on that. I'm I'm hot natured my entire life. So, um, all right, yeah, that boy does not one? like to sweat. I don't mind the sweating. I just do it nonstop. So I've just had to get used to it at this point i sleep in um, shirts and a t-shirt in december <laughs> nope um we don't need to talk about sleep attire on the show um all right number three what was your partner's first star wars toy i would have bought it i'm supposed to remember that or my correct wife and that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's the added degree of difficulty in this is you would have been the one to buy it um wait <clears throat> And, and I have to shout out again, my buddies, Pete and Jerry. Um, I was crowdsourcing questions earlier and Pete threw this question out there and I said, no, it can't be a fact question. It has to be like a, but he's right. This is a great question because I can't wait to hear the argument. About, no, it was this thing that you got me. Um, so, all right, David, what was Timothy's first Star Wars toy? I think I gave no him, I think I gave him this. Uh, Han Solo, your Han Solo blaster. Yeah, I think I gave him my Han Solo blaster before we bought him anything else. Ooh, David is 
What, what do we got? Your memory on that is going to be better than mine. <laughs> I feel like I was a little older before you let... No, you let me play with it, but you didn't give it to me to hold on to until I was a little older because you didn't want me to break it. The first thing I... So I think I was actually... Like, I had kind of a collection of my own stuff before you let me keep that in my room. I remember having to ask to play with it, and then one day you let me keep That's it. That's fair. I think a Luke Skywalker lightsaber. There was my there was my birthday. Yeah. If I had to pick one, I think the Return of the Jedi green lightsaber may have been the first. And, and I almost erased and put just lightsaber because I remember that like being the biggest thing you would have wanted. But I, I thought I gave you the blaster because really it wasn't about breaking that one. It was already broken. If you recall, I had it like taped together with like Did. clear tape. You know what? Just... We're going to give him this one. We're, we're okay. going to give him this <laughs> one because it's... It was the I action mean, figures that you. I'm not going to have the I ability to have a real memory of that, so we'll trust his judgment on this. I, I, and and as the person who's most directly connected to this, I yield the floor to you. So. <laughs> no problem. All right. So Timothy, what was David's first Star Wars toy? It Han says Solo Han Solo Blaster. <laughs> Um, I'm going to say yes because I okay. I know I got action figures, but that was like the primo most important thing in the world for me to get and if it wasn't the millennium falcon first i really do think it was it was either gonna be the falcon or the blaster but you've got that picture of you holding the blaster at the camera when you're a kid with your little belt around your shirt like i used to do because i I feel like that posing having anything yeah yeah yeah. yeah, i was posing like the action figure that mm -hmm. had it or the maybe the the blaster box had him so yeah i will give you that one because that's probably right that's fantastic. Well, and I just have to say, because again, it's all right here at arm's reach. That That is also me. Yeah. This is the Empire Strikes <laughs> Back one. I know I had the Star Wars one, but I recollected this one from eBay years ago. Still makes the horrible works. noise. Yeah, mine doesn't work. Is that what but, it was supposed to do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, that's amazing. It's just that's a little, it's uh, a little motor with spins. a plastic yeah. tab that touches the gear yeah. and it just yeah. hits the gear over and over and over yeah. again. So this, which I, again, I got a steal of it on eBay for like $15. Love it. It worked. Actually, this is the Jedi one. Um, and I was say, cause yours um, has the orange trigger and the tab mine. They were still yes. black. So That's they right. didn't the star to, Wars yeah. ones were all black. Yeah. And so this one has the orange tab and the trigger. And so my oldest daughter, Harper, who loves Star Wars and who's watching right now. Hello, Harper. I love you. Um, That was always the thing where she would come out and she'd want to play with it. And she's been Han Solo all these years in a row for Halloween. And she always wants to use it. And then we're walking around neighborhoods trick-or-treating. I'm just on edge going, is she going to drop it? Is it going to be a thing? So a couple (laughs) last year, I think, for Christmas, she got... This is the one from Star Tours from 96. So it is still borderline. And it... Not quite as high pitched as the other one. That's right. It it makes its own version of a noise, but also somehow I've now ended up. So now I can dual wield DL forty fours for I love it. Whatever I need to blast, but it's out here. So I had to throw that in there because that's such a great one. So all right, back to the game. Did we each get a point on that one? Yeah, I think so. Yes, yes, we both. um, Yeah, you both get a point. So you're tied up at two. No, wait, that's not right. No, I'm winning. He's ahead of me. Yeah, he's Yeah, winning. it's two to one. Timothy's up. Two to one. Next question. Question number four. What would your partner say is the most underrated Star Wars action sequence? 
This is way out there. This is tough because I have to think wow. of mine too. I've got to come exactly. up with what his is going to be, but also I, didn't exactly. say I wasn't going to make you work for this. What are you talking uh, about? <laughs> All right, you're gonna have to give us a second on this, man. That's right. You, you've got a second. I'm making another drink, so everybody's fine. Um, make me one. That, that's right. I'll come run over there and make you one while I'm while y'all are thinking about that. While you're making a, a drink, um, just a reminder to everybody: um, check out the T Public Store. Get you a podcast of the Wills T-shirt. Um, podcast. What's it called? Mom CU Heroes of the Mom CU T-shirt. You can get a dad batch t-shirt and um, yeah. And you can get mugs and stickers and phone cases. There's a pillow on there. One of you sickos orders a podcast of the wheels pillow. One, I want to know about it too. We're going to figure out some therapy. I want one of those. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I'm going to have to end up footing the bill for some of that therapy. That's what I think that's good. Are there throw pillows? I don't want to sleep on it. I want something. Oh no. Yeah. It's like, it's like a good square throw pillow kind of deal. Yeah. You're, you're set. And it's on sale for the next six hours, so you're in luck. Um, all right, do we have answers, Timothy? Yeah, you still I'm look really like your yeah, answer. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. All right. So let me get back to a bigger version of the screen here. Um, all right, Timothy, what is your dad's underrated um, Star Wars action sequence? I knowing how much you like this has almost become your like Star Wars happy movie. I would say in solo, the Kessel run. Okay. Which I may have misspelled. That would be my vote for like a scene, a scene, an action scene that doesn't get talked about enough because it's fantastic. And I feel like if you had to pick an underrated one, that would be my vote for yours. I I can say that I would very much appreciate that, but that's not what came to mind. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm not really getting what, underrated means because maybe this is overrated but for me nobody talks enough about in star wars when han runs around the corner and he's screaming ah chasing stormtroopers and then he comes around and there's like and then he's like oh no and nobody talks enough about how hilarious that is. That's my yes. one of my favorite Han Solo moments. Is because he's just blasting down related. Oh, for a- sure. As you a kid, give you credit for that. Yes, as a kid, I absolutely gravitated to that moment where, you know, he's coming around the corner, they freak out, and then he rounds that next corner, and there's like forty guys there, and he's like, oh no, yeah. like huge. And so so in, in the original, um, not special edition, um, there wasn't as many guys. And I will say, I like the special edition treatment for that one, because yeah. when there's that much more, it's a room full. <laughs> it makes it even funnier that he's just like, makes it that much. What better. have I done? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> so we're going to call that no point. Timothy, it's a good effort, but no point. That's okay. The, the, I, judge, the judges rule. So, all right. So David, we'll get you up here full screen. What is Timothy's underrated action sequence? Luke facing down the first order with the light last Jedi with only a laser sword. Oh, he didn't say what's my favorite scene. He said, what's an underrated (laughs) one? No, that is, that is arguably my favorite scene in all of star Wars. The shot of Luke with just the, the the robes billowing in the wind facing down the walkers, I think is the, the time I have felt watching star Wars, like, I will never get more from Star Wars than I'm getting in this moment. And that's why I, I feel like you would think it's underrated. Hmm. If I, I no, because to me, nothing gets better. I, I like how uh, you're lobbying to, for this, David. If I had Probably. to pick an underrated one, it's, and I think I saw somebody, uh, I think I saw someone's comment pop up with this. It's the Obi-Wan and Jango Fett fight on Kamino. Yes. 
in the rain Ooh. with the Obi-Wan loses the lightsaber and he's like hand to hand with this guy in Mandalorian yep. armor and then they fall off the thing and it's pouring rain and he's got to use the force to like do the swing. All I love, so like Attack of the Clones, I would put on a loop uh, in my room when we had the, D it was one of the first DVDs we ever owned and I would put it on a loop and just skip to the action scenes and just watch nice. all of them. And I love that because that was, I would watch the speeder chase and then you don't get much else until that fight. So that was always where I would kind of like kick off just watching the fight scenes in my room as a kid was watching the Django and Obi-Wan fight. And I, lo I love that fight because it's so good because <laughs> he loses the lightsaber almost immediately. And then he's just got to like hand to hand this guy in a giant suit of armor. I love it. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, and that was Seth who said that, a fellow Arkansan. So, you know, you've got that going for you. So Arkansas appreciates yep. Attack of the Clones. Exactly. Um, no point. What? Uh, so what I'm going to say, the judge's ruling is that you did say that you like the Django Obi-Wan fight, but your reasoning and your dad's reasoning with The Last Jedi, and you're right, nobody talks about it enough, I'm going to call that a point for your dad because that makes it tied up two to two going <laughs> so into the last dramatic. round. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got That's it. right. We're, we're building drama. It's the Olympics. Like, you know, things are happening right, right. now all around the world. So this Basically, is going to be our last. Was, I heard what you just said, but I'm going to disregard it for the sake of unnecessary drama. Got it. So Star That's Wars right. Twitter. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for translating Star Wars Twitter. Um, all right. So, the so judges we're going into just like in the Olympics. The <laughs> The last question before we transition out of this madness that may or may not have worked so well, but I've had fun. Um, what is your partner's favorite Star Wars book? You've told me this. And I think I know David's answer because I think it was a part of the conversation when he had when he was on the show the first time. But Do I know Timothy's is the question. <laughs> that's the That's the trickier part. Uh, do I know mine? <laughs> that's what I was wondering. Do you? Uh, oh gosh, I I think I know, but I'm trying to remember the name of it. If I get the <laughs> the series of like what the story's about, is that good enough? That's right. We we can get you in the neighborhood. That's right. <laughs> Again, this is like whose line is it anyway? The rules yeah. are made up and the points don't count. So, <clears throat> so we are trying to figure out, they're trying to figure out what is each other's favorite Star Wars book. Timothy disappeared out of the feed for a minute. He may have dropped his pen or he may have been trying to host. I was trying to write. Could, this, thing is, again, this thing is like half as tall as I am. He's, he's Googling it's for our, It's our laundry room calendar board. <laughs> it's the only whiteboard I can find. I like that. I like that I said, hey, if you can each have a small dry erase board and Timothy comes in with one the size of his body. Yeah. <laughs> but but you didn't give up. That's what we no, admire. I, yeah. You didn't give up. Yeah. All right. And we've got your dad already on full screen. So we're going to go ahead and go with him. He believes that your favorite Star Wars book is the young Boba Fett Jr. novel. I don't know the name of it, but I remember you reading it and you were like loving it, if I remember. Now, that may not be it. You may have another one. But. I, I'm going to give that to you. I'm, I'm going nice. to say yes, because in I read that book. I loved that series and especially the first book I read over and over as a kid. I think as an adult, my favorite is probably 
uh, Master and Apprentice, but in okay. terms of like books I've read the most and loved the most, I loved the Boba Fett book and like the first one in particular. So yeah, I'll say yes on that one. Okay. And Master and Apprentice was Cla- Claudia Gregg as well, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Does right, anybody so, out there know the name of that junior no, uh, novel yeah, series? Yeah, somebody in the chat knows the name Boba of the Fett. young the first one, legends now. The first one may have just been Boba, Boba Fett Fight to Survive, maybe? Because it's about like midway through the book, Django dies, and so then it's about him surviving afterward. As a young first kid and whatever. And, and this is yeah. Timothy's former room. It's our guest room now, but we still call it Timothy's nice. room. But I would come in here and he'd be reading and he had a bookshelf over there and it was full of all the old legends, uh, Boba Fett yep. and different, different, like, I, did you ever read the Kenobi book? I don't remember if you mm-hmm. read that. One. I did read the Kenobi yeah, book. Yeah. But yeah, he had, I, don't, I guess you still have those somewhere, but yeah, he had <laughs> a, a box ton somewhere, of them. Yeah. My, my wife says that sounds right. So we're going to go ahead and say that's right. Boba Fett fight <laughs> okay, to survive. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for um, um, yeah. Thank, thank thank you for your support. All right, so Timothy didn't say Mighty Mouse. That's right. It wasn't <laughs> Mighty Mouse. Not this time. Um, so Timothy, what is your dad's favorite Star Wars book? I'm guessing here, but is it Master and Apprentice? I'm going to give you that because it was oh. Bloodline, and after and see, and I Apprentice, almost said Bloodline, but you said. Yep. Bloodline, I remember you saying Bloodline was my favorite until I read Master and Apprentice. And I was like, I yeah. think it's Master and Apprentice. Yep. My first and thought Bloodline was the one I had in my head. Bloodline. Yeah, and, and I thought, yeah, I told him that. But Master and Apprentice has surpassed it. So, yeah, yep. that's it. Well, you know, Which in I a world... So that's that's right. Right. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. In a world where the points don't matter <laughs> and everything else is made up, you did talk. Didn't Drew Carey used to say that? This this is that's exactly right. That's yeah. right. The points are made up, and something else doesn't matter. Um, and really, what wouldn't make sense but for a father and a son to be a true dyad in the force? So to end up in a tie, I love that. Well, this you. isn't Bear Bryant and a tie kissing your sister. This is a tie and a dyad in the force. That's what this is. That's oh, what we're going. There we with. go. That was weird, but I love it. Well, you know, I live in Alabama, and SEC football rules everybody. So. We're from you live in Arkansas. You get it. <laughs> um, so that was fun. I had a good time with that. I hope everybody else enjoyed that as well. But what we're going to do now is we're going to pivot into the top seven list. And this top seven list came about. It was when was it when Timothy was on the show? Yeah, it was. And David was in the comment section, and we were just kind of yeah. throwing out random things. And what I said, or what we said at some point, just to be funny, was best hair in star wars and without missing a beat david said i'm coming back on for top seven best hair in star wars <laughs> i wanted it <laughs> so that's what we're doing tonight he called his shot and he's actually going to be first up on the list because that's how this works again we defer fathers before sons um and so we're just going to jump right into it. So what we're going to do is I'm going to put up start, David's numbers. Can I yeah. Ask, yeah, before you start with seven, can I yes. give a couple of honorable mentions? Because you know I texted you how tough this was for me. <laughs> it was tough. I, you I can't believe how hard this was to it put was. together. <laughs> I wanted to put some aliens in there, but really mm-hmm. when you're talking hair – uh, so I had, I was like, come on, Nick, give me 10, do top 10. Let me, the top seven is, <laughs> it actually makes it more challenging. That's um, right. So I have some honorable hair mentions. So, but first of all, not an alien, but my, my number, whatever, the, the highest ranking, not the best right. ranking, but whatever would have been 
Senator Palpatine. I mean, we're talking smooth, just slick, yep. he, all everything in place. I mean, for an older guy, that's some pretty good hair. I mean, that's, that's for me. It's, I mean, maybe his hair game is definitely solid. Yeah. Until he gets his face all warped and melted. But then <laughs> Senator Palpatine and even Chancellor Palpatine, there's some slick hair. Uh, my alien mentions were going to be Kiati Mundi, but I kept looking for pictures. I thought he had a ponytail thing hanging down, but all the pictures, I, I couldn't really find hair. He's just got the right. cone. So maybe he doesn't have hair, but I sure thought he had a ponytail thing. Uh, yeah, I thought he had kind of that like yeah. side. Maybe he know, does something. Oh, the come uh, over scrapes. Yeah. yeah. And then it's not really hair, but Kit Fisto. <laughs> I mean, that would you the tentacles thing that that would have been some great hair. But so anyway, those are my honorable mentions. Now we can go ahead and start with my seven. I just I needed to get those out because I love that. And I think that's totally appropriate. I'm actually making one last change to our slideshow here. So let me get us back in place. Um but yes, David's um, David's number seven is where we're going to start off. And he has um, Senator Amidala in Attack of the Clones. Now, this is a woman who has some hairstyles, and there are a ton of them. I mean, from the Phantom Menace, there's some beautiful hairstyles. Uh, from the Revenge of the Sith, she had some really beautiful hairstyles. This is the one when I was trying to think... If I was going to pick Amidala, what do I pick? What do I pick for Padme? And it was one that every time I see it in the movie, I think that hairstyle looks like something. What does it remind me of? <laughs> Nick, what does it remind me of? It reminds you, and I'm going to, I'm completely dropped the ball. You sent me the picture. It oh, looks no. <laughs> like, it looks like the droid starfighter. It does. I sent you a picture of it. Of yes. Sides stacked top, on top, top of each other. Stack. That's a droid starfighter. It really is. In Revenge of the Sith, I think is where we really see those or a TIE fighter, but it kind of has the TIE fighter yep. and it nods a little towards Leia's buns, but that right there, every time I would see that, I'm like, what is that? that's a spaceship. I mean, even the little thing on her forehead, that's like a spaceship. So it's, it's a Star yeah. Wars spaceship it, hairstyle. It was, that's why it was fantastic. It. And I failed you in that because <laughs> okay. as I was putting the slideshow together this afternoon, I thought I need to text him and ask him where he wants me to plug this in. And I totally didn't do it. So I, I don't know if it'll work, but let's see if I can just show you my, my phone that I sent you. Um, we'll, that's we'll, right. Let's, let's get you up here full screen. Hang on. Where, where is he? There is he. Can you see this? Is that there's a glare? Okay, there, there, there you go. Right there, there right there. Go. Yep, that's the we, we've got the droid starfighter. It, it was an Easter egg, buns. yeah, that's what it was. It was an Easter it egg, it totally works. Yeah, you what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yep. This is what this... my dad goes, she's got some very beautiful hairstyle. <laughs> Well, hey, you know, if uh, if anybody's going to understand hairstyles, y'all are going to be the ones to be able to understand hairstyles and handle this whole thing. Sure. All right. So, Timothy, you're in the driver's seat now with your number seven. You had Ooh. Cal Kestis. I've got nice. Cal Kestis. So I have I have three honorable mentions choice. as well, and I'm going to disperse them. So my first my first honorable mention actually is uh, Saw Gerrera in Rogue One for right. having the kind of if you're going to lose your mind. I, you might as, your hair might as well express it. And so, you know, Saw having that, I think is great. But no, I put Cal as my number seven. I could put him higher on the list. But 
I put him on uh, specifically for having the kind of hair that if I could have hair in Star Wars, most realistically, I could probably do that. Like in, in real life, if I could pull off a hairstyle from Star Wars, if I could just get my hair to do the swoop back thing, get yes. the way it blows in the wind, like you're standing oh. on a high peak and the wind's blow and his hair will kind of move. It, uh, he's got he's got a very uh, sleek, sleek hairstyle. And it just it's it's super cool. And I wish I could get my hair to look that cool. It is. And having only completed the main storyline of that game within the last few months, like there are some really solid kind of hero moment scenes where he's standing there and the wind is blowing that and some of the hair is flapping. Like when, when I got your list and I saw this, like, Oh, this is an excellent choice. Like I hadn't considered Cal a good game. Like you give me a good Vista in a game where I can just pause and like, just let the environment (laughs) around me kind of soak it in for a second. Like I'm playing mass effect right now. And I went to the moon specifically to be able to just stand on the moon and look at earth. And I just sat there for a good five minutes. Like it's earth. Like, I don't know why, but no, like I would definitely just stand, like get him up on a high point and just let the wind hit his hair and just watch the way they'd animated it to flow. It's perfect. For sure. I, I, could not agree with you more. So that is an excellent number seven. So David, um, as we get to your number seven, I mean, your number six, you have Obi-Wan in Attack of the Clones. And every time I see this picture, all I think about is the meme that we've seen a million times on Facebook where people think that this is a picture of Jesus and it's Jesus. on some grandmother's yeah. mantle. <laughs> yeah. I, I almost chose his hairstyle from Revenge of the Sith because it's more getting closer to the Alec Guinness and he's more refined and all, but uh, I love all of the versions of, of, um, of, of Obi-Wan's hairstyle. I love the Padawan hairstyle, the spike and the braid all, but mm-hmm. when I was thinking of hair, I mean, that's probably a wig. Let's just be honest, but it's, right. it's awesome. That is, <laughs> that is really great. Obi-Wan hair. And when the, the scene Timothy was talking about when he's fighting Django and it gets wet and it's just, uh, yeah, Slick back, I, can't, yeah. I can't do long hair. I just can't. But if I could right. give me that right there. Well, and I, I, can't this year I think that I, I believe in my soul, I believe that's his real hair. <laughs> I want, yeah, I should have never said that. It, that was sacrilege. I shouldn't have said that. That's right. How well, listen, now I can sir. say that was actually, he was, he was going to be my number one honorable mention. Um, and my specific note, having him as the honorable mention was solely for confusing grandmothers everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, that gets it done. Well, and I feel like this version of Obi-Wan with the hair, the beard, perfectly trimmed, everything this is the equivalent of that shot that we get that's also in the memes of obi-on with the new boots in the council room sitting there with his legs crossed and it's like fancy new boots fancy new haircut like this is high fashion <laughs> yeah. looking good feeling himself obi-wan yeah i mean he's a model that's a model oh, right i mean yeah. you know i'm not gonna argue with anybody that you know <laughs> picks this as one of their choices all right so timothy you're number six Connected, Master and Apprentice, we have Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah, so I, I picked Qui-Gon because first of all, it's just, it's a, it's such a distinctive look, but also that is the look of a man that if you showed it to me and I knew nothing about Star Wars, I would go, yeah, that is a crazy space wizard who is so intense that other space wizards are like, yo, he's a little too hippie for us. <laughs> It's such yes. a good look that the beard and the hair, like the long hair, like flowing down and pulled back in the, you know, the kind of yep. like top of the head ponytail going down. Back. Back it's just it's so cool. Like I remember seeing him as a kid, like as a six year old looking at him and being like, yeah, that's a Jedi. That is a <laughs> Jedi master. Yep. 
Absolutely. Now that's, that's a great choice. And because we only get Qui-Gon for that Phantom Menace, you know, for that one movie, we miss out on some of those glories of what could have been continued Liam Neeson slash Qui-Gon Jinn hair. Um, Oh yeah. Fantastic. Look, I've got faith. I'm holding out for Kenobi, man. There you go. That's right. A Kenobi hologram inside the hut. Yeah. Do it. It's going to happen. All right. So David, we're back to you. We're back to number five. Um, You picked Princess Leia on Bespin. Yes. I mean, okay. Leia has some good hair and you know, I could have gone with the standard cinnamon bun hair. You know, that's great. Um, I, I really can appreciate the, the hair at the end of a new hope. I can appreciate the hair when she's on Hoth, but there's just something elegant and classy and ladylike about those braids and the way it's the, the bun in the back. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I don't know. That's to me when I was trying to think of really good hair for Leia, cause even the, the Ewok village when her hair's all long, it's beautiful, but right. there's just something about that look right there. And then, and there's the scene when, Han is standing over her and he kisses her on the forehead when the, the background on cloud city and all, and there's, you know, she's wearing that and that hair, but also it's really special to me because of, uh, of this, this right here that I have had since, mm-hmm. I don't know, since 1980. And, you know, unfortunately they couldn't really capture the hair as well, you know, on <laughs> That's this. Right. but, um, yeah, this, this is special to me. There's a great story behind this, this girl. So um, when Timothy, we were talking about giving him the gun and playing with stuff when he was really too young to have even seen star Wars. And uh, he had uh, probably two and a half to three, maybe. Nice. And I thought, you know, Timothy, come here. Dad's got something for you. And so I have this box full of action figures that uh-huh. somehow right. made that is it. The same shoebox from that is the 1995, yes. which is well, what Timothy's, Timothy's little boots. Yeah, whatever. So, but yeah, I, I, I was like, you can play with these. I came in and Leia was broken into pieces on the floor. And <laughs> thankfully, she snaps back together. But I was like, you know what, son? We're going to buy you some action figures and this is going to go in this little box. And we're going to put the <laughs> back on it and we're going to put it high up in the closet and you're never going to see it again that's basically it so which is why i think it was a good while before you let me keep the blaster in my room and that's fair we're not going back though we tied ties a tie that's right yeah that's right it's a tie ad in the force hair uh, I mean, even when I look at it now, I think, you know, that's okay. In 1980, when this came out, I was 10. That's my like dream girl hair right there, which mm-hmm. you know, my wife's probably thinking, oh, really? I can't have that. Oh, but, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not now when I was 10. Sure. No, I think that's an excellent number five choice. And I have some thoughts about Leia's hair, and we'll get to that in some of my, you know, as we get closer to the end. So, what we're going to do now is we're going to move to Timothy's number five, which is, let me get my thing here, Cobb Vance. Honestly, I'm a little... This is where I... (laughs) This is where I disagree with myself a little bit because arguably he should be number one. I I would argue... (laughs) In terms of of hairdos, he's definitely the most handsome man in the galaxy and arguably the best hair in the galaxy. But I ranking everybody, (laughs) I, I had to go a little differently. But man, that... Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure how old uh, Timothy Oliphant is right now. That's 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 how you say his name, right? I think he's in, yes. I think he's yeah. in his early to mid fifties. Uh, I hope I look that good. Absolutely. I got, and, I got time. If I start now, <laughs> I might be able to get that much facial hair by the time I'm fifty. And uh, I just hope I look that good. Um, 
Yeah, and and I don't think she's still watching, but my wife chimed in earlier. And Laura, if you are still watching, this is a Star War, and this could be something that would entice <laughs> you to watch a Star War because Perfect. we love Deadwood, we love Justified, and Cobb Vanth, Timothy Oliphant is in a Star War, and this is what he looks like right now. And he's, I'll say it, he's a hot man. Just there's no there's no way to argue that the, question. The so, most handsome man in the galaxy. One of the best now, things. Is, that did happen on Twitter was after this, all of the guys, myself included, we're all like tweeting, uh, I got to get that Cobb Vance hair. If I get <laughs> exactly. on, you know, my daughter is my hairstylist. And I was like showing her a picture. She said, dad, yep. your hair's not going to do that. I'm like, please. And I just yeah, want that hair. hair. Everybody and, another like, 30 years. and as somebody with, you know, of a certain age with hair, with a beard, I'm going, this is a cosplay I could maybe pull off. Like, there, <laughs> There's still hope for me here. <laughs> Yeah, I would be 80 oh. by the time I could grow that beard, though. I just, I can't do that. Start now, yep. man. Silver Fox, <laughs> right, yeah, definitely. Fox. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. There she is, chiming in, yeah. Silver Fox. Um, that's a man right there. That That is, that's right. Like they say in <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, you're a that's dude, a he's a man. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so we're coming back to David. David's number four is Lando yeah, in man. Solo. Buckle up, baby. Listen, right. I, I really struggled with this um, because I, I mean, I love the Lando hair. Um, Billy Dee Williams is awesome. I love his hair in Empire Strikes Back. And mm -hmm. it's been a little bit different in um, Re Return of the Jedi, especially when they're on the skiff. Uh, and I, I honestly, I had him from Empire Strikes Back at first. And then I got to thinking and I was like, man, uh, Donald Glover's hair was just on point for a young Lando. And I thought, yeah, yes, he's going to uh, no, no, no shade to Billy D because he's awesome. And I think his hair was really cool, but just the way it's styled, even that picture right there is perfect. And just, yeah, that's some hair right there. Yeah. Yeah. It, I agree completely. And I love, and I love solo. I really do hope that somewhere down the line, we get a continuation of that story. If it's Disney yes. plus, make it a movie, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Um, because I want to see more. I want to see more from a Donald Glover Lando, and we've been promised sure. some sort of Lando something when they did right. that thing back in December. I hope he's involved. Um, funny story, we were watching Spider-Man Homecoming today, the girls and I were, and um, when Donald Glover shows up as um, Aaron, I forget Aaron's last name, but he's Miles Morales' uncle, and oh, he's yeah. in Homecoming, and he's the guy at the car in the trunk, and it's this whole deal. And I was telling the girls because they've seen Spider-Verse. I was like, that's Miles' uncle. And he's the one that, and, the, and then he says something about, yeah, I live in this neighborhood. My nephew does. And, you know, I'm sitting there going, but that's him. That's Solo. And that's Childish Gambino. And that's all these, whatever. He's incredibly talented. And I want to see more of his Lando. Mm -hmm. So for sure, um, I certainly can't argue with that choice, nor would I try. Um, so Timothy, your number four. We have Princess Leia on best. Nice. Ranked her higher, so <laughs> sniff that's right. That. That's um, right. Yeah. Dad, take that. Yeah. No, <laughs> honestly, all the same. All the same reasons. Like I wanted to, I couldn't not put Leia hair on this list because, like, Leia hair started the hair in Star Wars thing. Exactly. For sure. uh, but no, I like that. It, that's my favorite look because it's the most. Um, practical i think like realistically like yeah she lands in this city and she needs to show herself like to people like as hey i'm somebody important but also like i've got to be able to run just in case and like that's a good it's, it's such as it's such a solid look and like the the braids running down and the other thing and this will come into play i think on my next one as well but like it's such a 
it looks Star Wars. Like that just looks like Star Wars. Yeah. And I love it. It's such a good look. It really, and that's a great point. It really is. Especially <laughs> with, so there it is. Yep. There she is again. Um, and you know, I'm missing the white cloak, but I think this might be a, a, a Star Wars Ben Kenobi cloak I put on her. I would say that looks Actually, like yeah, I think that's cloak. Ben's. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway. Probably destroyed like the white one. <laughs> it didn't make it. But Timothy, I like what you said. And we get that. And we're going to get that with some of the other choices that, you know, you're obviously David, you said Padme early on, early on, but like a sp what does space hair feel like? Like that's a question <laughs> that somebody had to ask at some point, like, you know, does it look different than what you, you don't see people walking around on a daily basis with two braids that loop around and then are connected back together. Like they've got one pretzel hanging off the back of their head or, you know, the cinnamon bun thing, you know, is not its own, you know, we don't see that every day in real life. So there has it's to be also some very like take it in the full context of the universe. And like, that's Padme's daughter. Of course it is like, correct. it's very much a look like that. Yeah. And when I was it's searching for the hair for my own reasonings, um, it was so funny. I kept finding videos of girls, like tutorials on how to get yes. that hairstyle. It's <laughs> correct. Great. I love As it. I was gathering images for all these different slideshow pieces, half the things that showed up on the screen were how to get Ray hair, how to get Padme hair, how to get Leia hair. Like that was all. The, and as a ha again, I live in a house with five women. Like I'm going, maybe we need these. Maybe we need to make some of this. So, um, so that's a great number four. We've got a little bit of father son synergy, just you know, numbers apart. So, David, for your number three, we have Kylo Ren. In The Last Jedi. I know Laura hopefully is still watching because we have some Adam Driver stuff going on as well. Um, so, yeah. <clears throat> I almost chose Kylo Ren slash Ben Skywalker from uh, The Rise of Skywalker. Mm -hmm. um, but I just kept looking when I was looking at images thinking, it's just there's something really special about the look in The Last Jedi. And I, I mean, there's something right. cool, especially at the end when he is Ben and he jumps and he comes and he's with Ray and he's holding the blue lightsaber and he's fighting the guys. But that Kylo Ren hair is, I don't know, it's just on point. Yeah, that's just, it is. That's and it's it. like you said, it's a part of that whole look because he's got the scar, even if the scar right. magically moved from where it was in Force <laughs> right. Awakens a little bit. Um, it is its own you know, it's a whole vibe as the kids would say. So everybody looked their best in the last Jedi. Yeah. L last I Jedi. Ben really... Skywalker. I meant Ben Solo. Sorry. That's okay. Yeah, we knew where you, you were. We me. knew where you were coming from. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Laura says, Adam Star is my Wars. only weird space friend for life. <laughs> um, <laughs> You'll see the thing that uh, Adam driver has a cologne now. <laughs> Yes. yes, he does. <laughs> I, I showed it to my wife, to my wife and like... she just kind of pauses for a second and goes, Hmm. <laughs> yeah, you, you laugh about that. That's likely to end up in my house now because my wife loves Adam Driver that much. Sweet. Um, I was all right, we're all getting it. I need that. <laughs> That's <laughs> Will right. That make we're... me a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Is that what it takes? Is that what I need? Um, all right. So number three for Timothy is Ray, as we kind of hinted at a little bit. And I picked this image with the triple buns because I feel like that's a very Ray hairstyle. I don't know how much she varies from that through these three movies, but um, give us your thoughts on Ray. It's like it, it, it actually, it's so funny. Cause like she does keep the triple bun, but it is different just a little bit in each one. But like from the first time we saw her in a trailer 
for the force awakens it was like immediately it's like yeah that's a star wars character like i don't know what it is about it but that's a star wars character and like everything it's just such a it's such a distinctive look and the fact that she care even though like the look changes and then the throne room fight it's completely different but like that's her look and it's so distinctively it's something she's chosen and then like if you want to get real deep which you know i could go i could go real deep into weeds here on like the ray skywalker and choosing her identity and being who she chooses to be and all that like that's her thing and she keeps that thing from jakku to the end of the rise of skywalker and that's that's part of her that's something she has chosen for herself that's unique to her and it's i think that's why i love it so much because it's so distinctive and such a part of her person in the same way where like leia having all of those crazy hairstyles was kind of her thing in the way that it mm-hmm. was for padme too like the you know the guys kind of grow their hair out like the the long-haired shaggy guys are just like you know i've grown my hair out because i didn't get a haircut and it's cool and i sympathize but like she did this distinctively and it's such a good look and like you see it and you're like yeah that's ray that's ray i yeah. love it i'm i'm really proud of you for doing this i didn't get <laughs> ray didn't make my list and i and it was tough we talked about it at the beginning this was so tough i wanted ray on my list Weird but I had for this to be as difficult yeah, as it was it really was I'm, <laughs> I'm so glad she's on your list because she didn't make mine and, and that makes me feel better so, yeah perfect no answer. it was totally yeah ray you know is certainly a fitting choice and um, it's just one of those things that, you know, you have to figure out because there's more better, good hair in Star Wars than we thought. And David, you said it up top, you needed 10 and you texted yeah. that to me, but I also said, no, I'm going to stick with seven because I kind of want to make you choose. Like that, that's the fun of the game. And that's fair. Um, yeah, that's right. So for David, as we come to his number two, we have Anakin slash Vader in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, Nick knows, Timothy doesn't know, but there was one that I accidentally left off the list. So someone else was (laughs) in this number two slot and it was like a light bulb went on. Wait, I left Anakin out. How could I forget Anakin? So I'm sorry, Poe Dameron from the rise of Skywalker had to go. (laughs) Because Anakin number three, and then I took him off the list. (laughs) I mean, he has gray hair. This was so tough. This was Mm -hmm. more difficult than I thought it would be. But Anakin definitely has some of the, if not close to the best hair in all of the saga in this movie. Um, It's great. You know, in, Hey, look, I even like little Anakin's hair. I mean, the Jake yeah. hair was really good. <laughs> and um, the braid and the spikes, I love all that. But that, when he's still Anakin, it's great. But once he becomes Vader, that's, a, I'm glad you chose that picture. That's, yeah. that's some hair right there. And that yeah. fierce look, he's, that's fierce. The hair is fierce. The look is fierce. Everything about it. That's well, right. my favorite yeah, thing about that. Oh, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Absolutely. I was going to say, my favorite thing about that look with that hair is when he stands silhouette, his hair makes the Vader shape. Mm-hmm. Like it turns, if he's wearing it, like in, in his Jedi robes, like he's mm-hmm. got the Vader helmet yeah. shape is made by the hair. And that's great. Yeah, it flares out. It's a great, you know, I, clear, surely it's an intentional choice, but even if it's not, it's just perfect. <clears throat> um, all right. So Timothy, your number two. Was a tie. <laughs> was a tie <laughs> nice. between the same Anakin and Ben Solo from Rise of it. Skywalker. Yeah. So uh, it's so funny that you said you took Poe off because my other honorable mention was a tie between Poe and Cassian. 
uh, from Rogue One for just having the disheveled, I woke up like this and I'm ready to save the galaxy <laughs> look that's just so yeah. like suave and also messy. It's great, but no, uh, I had to put, um, I had to put both of these on here because when I was 12, I decided to grow my hair out to look like Anakin because I <laughs> was growing up with the prequels and loved the 12, 13 and, and wanted to have the Anakin. And we've, there are pictures somewhere of me just having hair like down past my shoulders, like super long. And um, the, the women in my life won't let me bring that back. But if I could just, can, <laughs> I've tried, I've gotten almost, cause see the problem is I've got uh, my sister's the one who does my hair. And honestly, like right now it's about to the point where I'm not allowed to tell people she does my hair because I'm not accurately re <laughs> representing her work. She's very That's good right. at what she does and I'm overdue, but I've, I've gotten to the point almost where if I could just, if I could get her on board, my, my wife would just about be on board if I could pull off the Ben solo look. And what I love about Ben having that look too, is it's, it's a callback to Anakin. Like it makes you feel that Anakin look and he's got, he idolizes Vader and there's the whole family legacy thing, but it just, again, talking about like star Wars looks, Ray having such a distinctive look is so, uh, such a star Wars thing. And then Ben just having that long shaggy Skywalker man slash solo man hair is just, it's that's who like, if, if I could have a hairstyle that that I could pull off that I truly just want, I hate getting my hair cut and I don't know why, but I do. <laughs> and I look like my sister does a great job and my hair will look great when she cuts it. But I'm always just like, I just want to grow it out really long. And the women in my wife and the women in my life won't let me. That was a Freudian slip. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but if I could, man, it'd be the Anakin Ben Solo look. Uh, th I don't think anybody would argue with that. That's a good head of hair right there. Um, yeah. It's, yeah, I agree with you. And I've I've had this thought before. And of course, quarantine over the last year while we were all home, I went like 13 months without getting a haircut. It was certainly the longest time I'd ever gone without getting a haircut. Didn't get anything close to this. And I don't have like the wave in the body. Like I end up looking like I belong in a metal band because my hair is just <laughs> straight and whatever. Um, but I again, I didn't get in. It wasn't nearly as cool as I thought it was going to be going 13 months without a haircut. I just kind of looked crazy. <laughs> Um, well, I now yeah. know that I missed Timothy's number one because I was, I told Nick that I was 100% sure it was going to be Anakin. Yeah. Well, when you right. said that that's earlier today, I was like, yeah. Ooh, no, he, uh, yep. I, he's definitely wrong because I knew he, this he, is what you were thinking. Number one was he did call his shot and I wasn't going to call him out on it, but that's okay because yeah. now we are heading into number one. So we're going to jump to David's number one first and David's number one is Han Solo in Empire Strikes Back. Look at that beautiful I mean, early yeah, '80s feathered early hair 80s. glory. Yeah. See, so the the Han Solo hair from the uh, Star Wars: A New Hope, gray hair. Um, Return of the Jedi, I like it, but this defined ten year old David's hairstyle right here. And for a long time, and through the '80s, this was all I was trying to do. If I went anywhere to get a haircut, it was give me this. I mean, I want <laughs> and. I, Never did look like Han Solo, but that's that right there. That's that. it had to be number one, even though Anakin's long hair is really better. Sure. This is the look that 10 year old me and even me now, if I could get away with it, I, I would I would gladly do that. But, you know, that's, that, right. that's just I don't know. There's it's nostalgic. It's uh, it's swag. It's their swagger. He's just he's Han Solo. He's freaking that's right. Han Solo. And, and he owned being Han Solo, obviously, right. in Empire even more than he did in star Wars because 
you know, we know him now and he's yeah. you know, part of the team. He wasn't like the guy that comes back at the end. Like, he's and I the, love that moment you picked. Cause that's who's scruffy looking. I <laughs> yeah, love that's that. Right. Who's yeah, scruffy yeah. looking. Yeah, well, you just, right. you just put to mind for me, like, uh, this is so, I don't know if we've ever talked about this or not, but the fact that you and I were this, the same ages for the respective trilogies. You were six turned seven that August in 77. I was, or no, you were seven turned eight. Yeah, so, seven, so we were eight, off yeah. by just, by just a little bit but yeah, at we the same time, you were Never seven for star that. Wars, 10 for uh, empire. And then, uh, you know, 13 for return of the Jedi. And then I was six turning seven, uh, 10 for, I was 10 for Attack of the Clones. That was what put it yeah, to me. It was, was like, oh my gosh, I was 10 when Attack yeah. of the Clones came out. So it was the same age. Like, yeah, that just put it to me. Mm-hmm. And then I wanted to grow my hair out like Anakin. I also realized we had a missed opportunity where we could have pulled embarrassing photos for each other because there's that picture of me on a, <laughs> on on Grandpa's motorcycle with my hair like billowing behind when I'm 14. And Ooh. then there's the mullet picture from, what what is that, 85? Oh, mine? Yeah, your no, mullet the, one, the one at your grandmother's house that's yeah. on her mirror still that's been there yeah. for 30 years. Yeah. Nice. I've got the, the business up front party in the back hair from 1987. Yeah. I wish I had yeah. grabbed a, a picture of that. You should have done that. What were we thinking? <laughs> that's right. You know, next time we'll we'll do this again yeah, and we'll, we'll just do, do a whole time. show about our own weird hair pictures. <laughs> hey, no, that I'm sure everybody will tune in for that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. All right, so well, it, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was, I was, I was just gonna say, since you were wrong about my number one, I have to give mm. the reason here because uh, obviously, if I could have a hairstyle in Star Wars, like if I had my way and could grow my hair as long as I wanted, I would have the Anakin Ben Solo look, and I'm still kind of convinced I'm gonna get to do it one day. <laughs> but if we're talking about who has the best hair in Star Wars, here it is. It, it's Padme. It's, it's Padme. Uh, okay. Any yeah, look. you're right. <laughs> Any look. look and at, that's what look he said. He said you don't Padme. know which one I'm pointing Any at, but it doesn't matter. It's Padme. Wow. Any look. Even, even dead seen. in the bottom oh right corner. Dead, her dead in glorious. the bottom right corner. She's got better hair than any of us alive will ever have. Like, it just <laughs> uh, every single look. It's, it's like they took the concept of Leia had funky space hair in the 70s and they were like what would her mother have looked like and the answer was yes <laughs> <laughs> yep yes have like some. every every single look is just and again like leo was you know leo was your first love when you were 10 i had natalie portman you, you know I had, yeah. I had all of those hairstyles so yeah best hair in the galaxy it is the queen yeah, it's hard to argue with that, and especially the amount of effort that went into, and we know this from all the documentaries, all the production photos, all the everything that they did, like, how does she not end up number one just by sheer volume? Like, yeah, right, her, yeah. her catalog is, the bench is deep on this one. I will say, this is my son in whom I am wealthy. <laughs> he chose wisely. That's right. He totally chose wisely. Yeah. Um, I like this. Kenneth says she's great, but Leia in New Hope is the goat. And it is yeah. hard to argue. Those are <laughs> It was so hard to buns. leave that one yeah. off. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was. we're, we're going to get there. So bear, bear with us for just a minute. So your list, gentlemen, are fantastic. I did put a tweet out yesterday, I think, um, on Twitter. I'll be honest. I was a little disappointed in our Star Wars Twitter friends. We didn't really get as many responses as I wanted. But I was curious to see 
what does Star Wars Twitter think? Who has the best hair? And these are the responses that I got. Jake Lloyd Anakin with mm-hmm. the bowl cut. Nice. And Zorba the Hut. Zorba the yes. and, and again, and you made a comment early on about not picking aliens. Um, but Zorba the Hut. I mean, it's Jabba with a beard and dreadlocks. Yeah. Like, how that's do you hair argue too. Like, Yeah, that's not like Kit Fisto. Uh, that's yeah. real hair. Honestly, yeah. that's like Jack Sparrow got turned into a, a hut. <laughs> that's right. Jack Sparrow <laughs> became really so old. That's what Twitter gave us. So that's you know, amazing. That was their contributions. Yes. Thank you. Um, Fantastic. And then I always throw in a couple of my extras. And before I get to the other extras, I did grab this one. Um, I don't know how we not i don't know how we talk about star wars hair and leave this gentleman off the list we did and even in my extras we left off chewbacca and partially it's because chewbacca is nothing but hair and i think we've (laughs) talked about this at another point but it does give me the opportunity to show the fact that i have actual chewbacca hair as a a part of my star wars collection thanks to the good folks at prop store um Four or five, maybe six years ago, I won one of their Instagram drawings where they're like, like, tweet, reshare, whatever you do on Instagram. Um, and they sent me that. And so it's from episode uh, from four from Star Wars. It's Chewbacca hair from one of the suits pinned in the thing with a picture certificate of authenticity. It is a special part of my thing. So it's hard for me not to pick Chewbacca because I actually have some of that good hair in the universe. But that being said, I did have some contributions of my own. Nice. We have Poe Dameron because we can't have a Star Wars hair conversation without Poe Dameron. I mean, Oscar Isaac's got good hair. No arguments there. We have Leia. We have the buns. Again, yep. that's tra- that's that's like the Hank Aaron pick. Like she's old school. <laughs> she's classic. It's original. We have Bodie from Rogue One. Bodie's got kind of a little, you know, pulled back mini bun, something a little bit rakish. The beard's not that full, but like Bodie's got some good Star Wars hair. As a man who is aging and continues to have a beard, old man Luke. Old man Luke is a winner. Luke in Last yeah, Jedi. That hair Hermit Luke was, was actually in my list and I had to pull him out. But yeah, I, yeah, almost said I did too. Yeah. <laughs> so that version of Luke is a good one. And then right underneath it, I also have Death Star Luke. And this goes back yeah. to me being a kid because that hair was cool. But I'll be perfectly honest, when they end up in the trash compactor and he comes out of the water and he's got the slick back wet hair, like yeah. as a kid, that was cool. And I'm pretty sure yeah. every time I got out of the bathtub or the shower with my hair slicked back wet, I thought I was Luke on the Death Star. Like Same. that was just, <laughs> you know, Love it. That, that was one of those classic hair selections. So I have that. But I have one other bonus selection, and this is a little more outside of the norm, a little bit outside of the regular. Um, I guess this would be Legends at this point, the way it goes. We've heard stories of Darth Plagueis. I don't remember specifically what Darth Plagueis looks like from comic books, drawings, whatever. But there's another Star Wars Jedi that needs to be called attention to, and it is definitely Darth OMGus. <laughs> <laughs> oh good i love it you did pull the picture <laughs> and this yes. may, or may, not, may or may not have been a little bit of coordination between <laughs> timothy 
and his father, Timothy's father, and I, and we have That's to give so the side good. by side. Yes. Let yeah. me bring because it back, here's man. the deal. Timothy, as a senior in high school, working on the Anakin hair, you're pulling it off, my friend. And that's what I need to hear you say. Oh, my <laughs> wife. I need you to hear me say. bring it back. You're yes. making it happen. And it's working. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let me just, just give me that, that, that length back and I'll, I'll style. I didn't style it. I was just like, I was definitely like just shower, shake my head. And I was done. Like I'll, I'll style it now. Just, just let me bring it back. That's all I'm saying. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's Timothy, it was funny when you mentioned the motorcycle picture, cause I was going through all the pictures last <laughs> night and I saw that one. I saw the one you're talking about when you first got it really long and, and mm. I guess early junior high and it's on your yeah. shoulders. But when I saw this one, I was like, Oh, that's the one. Cause it's perfectly yeah. blown out. Oh, yeah. That was, a beach picture so it's perfectly blowing in the beach wind so yeah that was that was yeah it let me bring it I mean, back man <laughs> how do you argue with glorious star wars hair like that and then i can't <laughs> think of a better place for us to wrap this whole deal up than to see your i'm not even going to say attempts like you were nailing anakin hair as a senior in high school <laughs> thank so thank you good job to you uh, or good job out of you um we're wrapping up where can everybody find you? And I don't, you know, whichever one you want. I know I've got, you know, y'all are on Twitter at asfaz92. Y'all are also on Twitch because you do video game stuff. Timothy, what have y'all got be going back. on? That's yeah. right. He will be back. I know. In fact, you said this earlier. You're playing Bounty Hunter right now. Mm-hmm. And I am also have been playing Bounty Hunter for a while. Have you? And I'm stuck. And so I need you to start playing Bounty Hunter so I can start figuring out how the hell I'm going to get out of the cool, part that cool, I'm stuck cool, on. Cool, 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 cool. I'll so, be back. <laughs> le- Timothy's late night video game, solve Nick's problems therapy. We'll come back. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what else? Anything else? You can also you find want? us on YouTube. We are just look up YouTube slash as father and son spelled out so that we do have that channel location. Um, you'll find all the videos that Timothy does on Twitch and also some, um, you know, we, we kind of delved into doing some of the essays and uh, we had some silly videos when we first started of us playing video games together. So we do the fun stuff. Um, I am at, uh, at on Twitter at David Eldrin and uh, on Twitter. Um, I also am a part of, I wanted to shout out to silver colored knob. This is the knob mm-hmm. that baby Yoda Grogu plays with in the uh, Mandalorian and uh, my good friend, Pete Fletzer uh, from around the galaxy and Scotty from um, uh, the Bombad cast. We are in this band and we also have something new that we've been working on since September of last year. It's just been slow going. Cam Ray is actually in on it. Uh, we've got someone new did a little something on it today. Um, so be on the lookout. If you haven't watched um, Silver Colored Knob, if you haven't followed us on Twitter, please go. It's at SCK Project on, on Twitter and be looking out for that space. Something new is coming. It's Honestly, coming. it's his best work. I think this, this is your wow. liking. I, I don't know if Heather, my wife, I don't know if she said that to you. This is your best work. Well, thank you. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's, uh, I'll give everyone a hint, or a, not a hint, a tease. It's a duet. Ooh, there we go. Well, and today I was mean, rehearsal day with someone, nice. and it was good. Yeah. I love that. Well, I can't thank y'all enough for being on the show. I can't thank all of our folks that tuned in on the live stream. Thank y'all for hanging out with us tonight. If you're an audio listener, I hope you enjoyed this. I know it was a little bit more visual as we talked about hair. Feel free to check out the YouTube stream. We're youtube.com forward slash podcast of the wills. Um, Everybody else, 
follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We are at Will's Pod. The T Public link is pretty easily found in our Twitter thing. And at this point, I think you've got four hours left. Everything's on sale. So if you need that pillow, if you need that T-shirt, whatever else you've got going on. Um, thanks for being a part of Podcast of the Wheels. It really means a lot to me. This is, you know, this is a hobby. This is a passion project. This is something that I love to do. It's fun. And um, even though some of my family doesn't understand it, that's okay because they love me anyhow. And it's a chance to hang out talk with cool people, have great conversations and have fun. So I hope everybody coming out of this tonight has a great week this week and we will be here again next week. We have another exciting guest and until we are all together again, may the force be with you always. Mm -hmm.